At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is the Lombardi Line with Michael Lombardi and Patrick Maher on VSIN. Okay, so Lombardi Line, we got you back here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Of course, that number up to six, six and a half tonight with Dallas Lane. It will circle back on that game uh, coming up in just a little bit as we o- open up week 13. Michael Lombardi there in Jersey. I was just told that there is, and we see a lot of cowboy hats here at the South Point, so there's an actual rodeo going on here, Michael. And Matt, oh, Santos, wow. told me, yeah, <laughs> Matt Santos told me that the belt buckle so gala, good. the belt buckle gala is going on tonight. Two questions for you. One, can you see yourself and Millie attending a belt buckle gala? And two, growing up in Ocean City, did you ever have aspirations of being a cowboy? <laughs> <laughs> no. No. Quick answer is couldn't no. see yourself. Long couldn't see yourself on a farm no. out in Wyoming, hustling no. No. cattle or whatever they do. I don't even know. Yeah, no. Yeah, I like no, watching I westerns, so. and I do find that to be God's I country. Do. It's a gorgeous part of you the. Know, you know, I mean, when my mother was alive and she was, I would go over her house. She would watch the same damn westerns all the time. I'd sit there and watch them, and yeah, I mean, I just never saw myself in a saddle. Never saw that, uh, you know, not with this nose. It was never going to go, I don't think. I'd, I'd, I'd just see you in a saddle. I think I'd pay for that. Yeah, um, not, never going to go. <laughs> so, anyway, good luck to all the Cowboys here at the South Point. A um, couple of things I want to... I'm sure there's a lot of Cowboys. I mean, I bet there's more than just a few Cowboys there. I mean, look, I bet this money's going to keep pouring in. The ticket count keeps going up like crazy. Nice transition. So, yeah. I like that. Circus at six and a half, at, and they're going to go... They're at six and a half. Yep. That offshore book you saw, they're still at seven. 
there is a rumor that you do have chaps, but we won't get into that. Uh, quickly on Arizona at Chicago. So I bring it up because I just saw a report that, you know, Murray's still nursing that ankle and he's been limited. Are your expectations for Murray to play? Because that number's up to seven and a half on the road, the Cardinals at the Bears. I mean, by the look of that number moving, I'm saying he's not playing. Actually, we have eight here, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's been moving. You know, it's been moving like crazy, and I I think that that to me is – is an indication that he's not going to play. I mean, my initial reaction to that game was, oh, man, it's, that's, that, that line's too light. It's going to move really quick. I thought it was too small to begin with. But now I'm starting to think that it isn't. I'm thinking that he's not going to play again. And you got Colt McCoy going back in there, you know, and I'm sure it's going to be, you know, what's the weather? You know, it's going to oh, we got he got fifteen. Oh, yeah, it's going to be nasty, gonna go crazy. It's going to be oh, windy he's gonna and go cold crazy and with snow. It. Possible light rain, fifteen mile an hour. Nobody likes wind more than more than Apple Bomb. I mean, this will be a windy <laughs> under game for sure. Yeah, that number. You know, yeah. And you combine it with Jer- Jerome Booger, an under ref. He's forty one percent to the over. I got like that. So seven and a half. We actually have eight uh, here with the Cardinals laying it on the road at the Bears. I mean, how is that possible? How are the how are the Bears just a touchdown dog or eight? I mean, like I have this game in my book. I have it eleven point eight. You got it all the way up to almost twelve, huh? Yeah, I mean, like, and I know they're on the road, and I know so I would probably tend to think I'll lower that a little bit, but. I mean, I'm I'm so far off this number. It's like, how do I not play Arizona? But if Murray's not playing, I, I that that's the answer. I think a lot of that for you, and you can correct me, has to do with fading the Bears as well. You're not very high on the Bears right now. No, but the, but this is just statistical data on the Bears. No, no, the Bears aren't high on the Bears. I mean, let's face it. I mean, Nagy won the 64 presidential election the way he celebrated the other day. I mean, my Lord, he was so happy beating your Detroit Lions. He looked I mean, like he was at a rave. I mean, slow down, oh, dude. Oh, man. Like, yeah, like, calm down. Like, we're not shooting a Western here. Calm down, right? You, you know, barely like, relax. beat the Lions. The Lions haven't won yeah. since last year. Take it easy. I mean, come on, man. You know, you're going to get that excited, you know. It's like last night I was watching, you know, Georgia basketball. You know, Bill Berman's alma mater, Georgia basketball. He didn't go to school there, but it's his alma mater. You know, uh, that you know, big win over Memphis. You know, and yep. I was watching Crean's reaction to the win after he got his 400th win. Congratulations, Coach Crean! 400 great win. That's unbelievable. He didn't. He he acted like it was just another day in the park. Meanwhile, Nagy's running around. You know, like he's gonna get, get the trophy. Tom Crean, great guy, friend of yours and Berman. What I would love to see is his Fitbit numbers after he coaches a game because my dude is dialed in, and that heart rate is nonstop. He he is so – he's one of those guys you could send your kid to play for because you could tell he's just so passionate about every single well, play. He's so passionate about that. the kids. You know, it's funny. Bill's whole family went to practice one day, and – and they watched them, and you know, and they—that was their first reaction. The girls' reaction, and uh, Anna and Abby, their reaction was I, the guy never sat down. Like he moved. Anissa, his wife, kept saying the same thing. Like he just constantly moved around. He was going great. You know, he must have had like twenty thousand steps in that day. <laughs> he is. He's a passionate. Let's dude. see the, the. Now we'll transition in my favorite. My yep. favorite time of the week. Usually my favorite time of the week is when a mall's on, but my second favorite time of the week is when we have the numbers come out. 
And the circa the, numbers, oh, I, I, the circa numbers are they should have just come out. But let's see here. I I, I don't have them yet. Have they no, popped up? I thought they were out. They haven't popped up yet. Nope. They, they should be coming out at any second now. Well, Amal's coming on in about four and a half minutes. Maybe he'll have the numbers with him. We'll see what he's angry about today. I like it when he's fired up. We'll see what Amal's oh, yeah. frustrated about he's today. He's got to be very upset with these coaches. I mean, like they're making way too much money for him. I mean, it's got to be, you know, and he probably should. I would think he would probably want to volunteer his services for the the strategy coach you know who when do we challenge what do we do i don't think he's slept since mel tucker got that money i mean he has been so bitter since mel tucker got paid uh <laughs> hey if you were to take a look quickly on just turnover differential this this late in the season generally when you see a team like the patriots are plus plus turnover generally when you see a team you know indianapolis I, I believe leads the NFL in turnover diff, and they're six and six. That's surprising, isn't it? And they're headed to Houston yeah. this weekend. They're laying ten all the way up from seven and a half on the opener. Yeah, I mean, like every week I go through that those numbers here. Let me get them for you, Patrick. And the turnover numbers are, you know, it's really important. I mean, but what also you have to do when you're looking at turnovers, the the Indianapolis is number one in the league. There's no doubt, and you know, like and New England's number two. Yep. And so, but you also have got to factor in how many missed field goals you missed and your opponents missed. That's another indicator of, of you're getting the ball again. And then there where you are you on fourth down? Where are you on fourth down? Who's the better fourth down teams? Who's bad on fourth down? I think you got to measure all those things in there. So, 10, do you feel like we're starting to get the numbers getting away from us if you're a Colts backer, laying 10 on the road at the Texans? I don't see how they score. I mean, I went back, I watched that game. I watched that game with the Jets. I suffered through it, and I just don't know how they score. I really don't. Yeah, that was rough. That was rough. I mean, seriously. Fourth down, by the way, uh, you want to take a stab at the top three? You could just throw me a couple names. You don't have to get them in order. Just teams that you think have been productive this year on fourth down. Uh, New England's three, by the way, and I don't think he feels uh, like he's been punting this year. I don't. Th- I never thought he goes for it very much on fourth down. I would say, uh, let's say, I would say the good team. I would say Arizona's probably you good on it. fourth down. Arizona you know? and Baltimore tied for one. Their fourth down conversion percentage oh, close to seventy percent, sixty nine. It's got to be. You know, I mean, that's hard for you to. Uh, it's got to be hard for you to to stop Baltimore on fourth down, especially with the quarterback being so uh, having such good ability to. to uh, you know, run with the football is another dimension. Again, you go empty and he's in the backfield. They still have a runner. Indy's eighth. So Indy's plus plus in turnovers, one in the NFL. They're eighth and fourth down conversions and they're sixth. This has been a weird year for Indy. And remember, it started with Indy in the offseason with all that converse, you know, controversy and consternation over injuries and COVID. It's just really been kind of something hanging over that franchise. And you know yeah. Reich. I know you like Reich. Talk to somebody this week. They said Reich's like the best dude ever. Like the players love him. There's not there's no issues there. Yeah, I mean, I don't think he minds confrontation. I think he's honest with the players. He tells them what they need to hear. I worry about them on defense. I have all year. Eberflus, to me, scares me to death, especially, you know, against a good quarterback or a good offensive coordinator. I mean, last week, you know, they struggled. They they got a couple turnovers, but they could never get – they never get control of the game with their defense. I never feel like they have it. And that's one of the things that worries you. I mean, but this week against Houston, like, how does Houston score points? 
I mean, that was Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson didn't play good last week. Mm-mm. Like, I know everybody's on the Jets versus the Eagles this week. It's too big of a spread. Okay, yeah, I get that. Are, are we sure that the Jets can score? Are we sure of that? I'm not. I'm really not sure of that. I don't think they can. I, I, I just think the Jets' offense with Wilson in there, and if he does play, which it sounds like he's going to play, I mean, I don't know how this is all going to work. 100%. All the way up to 10 in a total of 45 and a half. To your point, just to circle back, we were talking about Arizona up to seven and a half, eight there in Chicago. Your point about the weather, good job, because if you want to bet this, 46 opener, some books are down to 43 and a half because it's going to be inclement weather there in Chicago. No surprise on a no, late December, no. early I mean, December. And to me, it would be an easy play to Arizona if Justin Fields were playing. And this is not a knock on Justin Fields. This is, you know how Vinny talks about prices and polls? This is not a knock on his talent. This is a knock on his readiness. And against Vance Joseph's defense and all the blitzes like we saw when he played against Todd Bowles or when we saw when he was going against Don Martindale, it became problematic for him. Against the, In this game, it would be a real problem. However, that being the case, I don't think he's going to play. I think they're going to play Dalton. The aforementioned Amal Shaw will join us coming up next. Of course, one half of Odds On with Mike Palm. We'll find out, does he have those Circa numbers? And has he recovered from Mel Tucker? We'll find out next with, of course, Amal Shaw, the great Amal Shaw. M. Lombardi NFL on Twitter. We're at VEASAN Live. Come on back. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. 
Yeah, like check out these hair. Pl- I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. Hey, <laughs> hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? Some people try to act like they. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I mean, like, like John Cena got him. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self, and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. You're listening to the Lombardi Line on v featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, we've got the Prop Tracker. That's a new addition over at vcin.com. You can keep up with the key NFL props, get current odds, line movement, and trends. Go to vcin.com slash NFL. It's vcin.com slash NFL. Okay, the contest numbers are out, Michael Lombardi, so we'll get to those. Uh, of course, one half of odds on is Amal Shaw. And I just wrote down what I heard from behind the glass from Matt and Kevin. They said that Amal was, quote, yelling about golf courses and flailing around during the break. So what is happening over there, Amal Shaw? Well, first of all, you know that's not true because you would never catch. The only way you'd catch me on a golf course is if I was dead. <laughs> yeah. were, you, were you true or false? Were you flailing around with your arms and yelling about something well that's probably there's some validity to that it's any topic i'm sure i'll get fired up about so it doesn't take much <laughs> well what has piqued your interest this week amal give us the amal interest. i mean did you enjoy the what did you like more uh the mel tucker contract <laughs> the lincoln riley contract or the uh or the brian kelly deal which one did you like the best well, first, first of all, I want to clarify something. I, I have nothing against Mel Tucker getting the money and him signing it. You I just think it's bad business. For your no need to no, apologize. No, I'm not apologizing. No, no need to apologize. No, we all, enjoyed all I'm it. saying is, yeah, I, listen, I, as a Buckeye fan, I love it. Mediocrity reigns supreme <laughs> in East Lansing. Seven and five in the Outback Bowl. Here we come, baby. Make your plans for Florida in the wintertime in East Lansing. That's the bottom line. And I love the fact that Brent Pry is now moving on from uh, Penn State to Virginia Tech. I think it's going to be a big dent to James Franklin's defense. They've been terrific. Nobody talks about the fra- fact that Franklin's offenses have been inept at times, but the defense have been ter- terrific. But uh, to me, Michael, I am really surprised that LSU went with Brian Kelly. Look, you're at Notre Dame. You couldn't win a national title. I get LSU's a little bit easier to win at. You've had three coaches, including Mr. Clock Management himself, Les Miles, win a national title. <laughs> But for me, it comes down to, is he a good fit? He's a Northeast guy in the heart of the South in the Bayou. They fired one of their own, Mr. Cajun himself, Ed Orgeron. How's Brian Kelly going to do? Is he going to be able to win the living rooms down there? I know Brent Musburger said that, you know, this guy's a great politician. He's going to do very well from that standpoint. I don't know. He just never gave me that feeling that guys are lining up to go play for him. I thought you went to Notre Dame because of the gold helmets and the tradition and the educational opportunity. But is he a guy that's going to go in there against Kirby Smart and Nick Saban and, uh, Jimbo Fisher and win those living rooms because that's what it's going to come down to recruiting Houston, recruiting Louisiana, recruiting Georgia, and uh, of, of course, parts of Florida. I'm not convinced he's going to be able to do that. 
Can we add Jimbo Fisher to your overrated complaint about his contract list, please? Can we add him to it? Because I'd like to know what Jimbo Fisher has ever really done. He's won one national championship at Florida State. And, you know, he to me, like he has this reputation for being this offensive guru. And I think his offense is bad. But anyway, keep him on the side. Look, everybody says this about, you know, the, where you come from affects Louisiana. You better understand the culture down there. But Nick Saban was, yeah. grew up in West Virginia came down from Michigan State. Like, everything about Nick Saban was a head coach at Toledo, was an offensive coordinator, a defense coordinator at Cleveland Browns. He was all Midwest, but he's a smooth, smooth recruiter, and so is Brian Kelly. Brian Kelly will figure it out. Brian Kelly will figure out what it takes because all Brian Kelly has to do is get in his car and drive 20 minutes in any direction. He's going to get five-star players no matter where he is. So well, he's going to know, be talented. The, do- the question mark is going to be, can he get the quarterback? That's my question mark. It's amazing to me certain programs, LSU's one of them, Ohio State had been one to the last several years. They just could never get quarterbacks. You look at Michigan, they've always had very good quarterbacks. You go back to the late 80s, 90s, they've always had guys that went to the NFL. Look, I get your point on Kelly. He might be a great salesman, but there is a bit of a stigma when you go in the South and you sit there and you say you're from the Northeast. There's a perception that you're kind of a slickster, a salesman type. That's my only point. You know, even though Nick Saban... He coached at Michigan State. Remember, as you alluded to, he's from West Virginia. I think it makes it a little bit easier transition when you go in the living room. There, If you come into a living room in Louisiana, you say you're from New York City, you're from New Hampshire, you're from New England, there's just a perceived connotation of, hey, this guy's trying to sell us on something. That's all I'm saying. It, it'll be interesting to see how he does. And you're right on Jimbo Fisher. I'll tell you what, this guy, he does a great job with the media bamboozle, bamboozling them. You know, when he left that foreclosure in Tallahassee, he took the bolts off the doors and left. I mean, you talk about he leaving did. a covered bear. <laughs> he did. He did. Hey, he quick sure trivia did. for both he... of you. First one to jump in with the answer. Nick Saban, East Lansing. Who was his quarterback? Very good college quarterback. Uh, Kirk Cousins. I... No. Way before that. Um, Amal? I'm dr- I... Come on. Played Are for you the Rams. the 98 season? Tony Banks. Oh, Tony Remember Banks. Remember Tony right. Banks, Michael? Oh, you were, that's right. Oh, best, oh, yeah, best, bounce that's passer right. Saint, best bounce passer in St. Louis I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. we, uh, we had Tony Banks once, too. Big, we tall, had strong too. arm. Oh, yeah, he was, yeah, we had him. He was uh, tremendous. We had him there. He was a Raider, too, once. Yeah, he, <laughs> he, was. Did, you did. he was a Raider. You can't come up with a negative with Lincoln in L.A., can you, Amal? Uh, no, I, I think this is unbelievable. Actually, you know what's good is – I, I don't have an affinity for SC. I don't have any disdain for them. But I can tell you right now, you already see it with the kid out of Los Alamitos decommitting from Oklahoma, going to USC. You talk about the Trojans getting ready to win. Michael, this is, and Patrick, this is like what we saw when Pete Carroll got there. Remember, he took over for the worst, worst coach in L.A. sports history, Paul Can Hackett. And then when it, Pete came in there, that program got turned around within about 18 months. Remember, they went to the Orange Bowl, took care of business against Kirk Ferentz in Iowa. I think Lincoln Riley is going to have a tremendous run. If USC, by the 2024 season, is not in the college football playoff, I would be shocked. Totally agree. Well, All right, let's focus on Saturday. What, what's, what's your favorite play Saturday, Amal? I'm going with Oakey Light. Oklahoma State against Baylor. They had three picks in that first game, still end up winning the game by 10. Now, that was a late touchdown, but really they were thoroughly dominant against Baylor. I know Baylor's a good team, and I generally don't like to go against revenge, Michael. 
But I still think that Oklahoma State is playing better, and Mike Gundy has got his best chance to really accomplish something. And you talk about a great opportunity because this next hire that Joe Castiglione makes at Oklahoma, guys, is going to be so crucial to the future of Oklahoma. I think there's a great opportunity for Oklahoma State and Steve Sarkeesian, who's had a real rough time in Austin, to really have a good come up, especially for Texas before you head to the SEC. You can't have another type of year that you had this year. But I like Oklahoma State in this one. We're seeing this line jump all the way up to five and a half now, guys. Do you have a name in mind for Oklahoma in the opening? You know, I really don't. Uh, I thought they might look towards Alex Grinch because he was rumored to be a potential head coach candidate. You know, you got to have someone, to me, the first thing I want is someone with strong Texas ties. You've got to recruit Texas. If you want to win at Oklahoma, they've always done it. Bob Stoops had the greatest line I've ever heard in recruiting when he said to Adrian Peterson from Palestine, Texas, look, we want you to come to OU. But here's the bottom line. Whether you come here or not, we're beating Texas with or without you. (laughs) (laughs) I do like that. I do uh, like that. You know, I think the, the the two names that I've heard as of yesterday were Matt Campbell and Brent Venable. So I think those are the two, and that's apparently that's going to move pretty quickly. So, does eleven in Indy feel right with Iowa and Michigan? It's been bet up to eleven, Amal. It does, and I, I tell you what, the guys in the game, I was so impressed with Cade McNamara. Cade McNamara, uh, Patrick, I couldn't believe his accuracy in the passing game. Yep. I didn't think he was that good. He was tremendous. I know Haskins gets all the credit, which he deserves, but I thought the offensive line did a tremendous job. I don't know if Ohio State was rushing four guys or not or if those guys were left back in Columbus, but (laughs) the bottom line was McNamara was putting dimes out there. The one that he threw over Denzel Burke, what a throw that was down to the goal line at the one-yard line. If he plays like that, and we all know that Iowa has been better served for the last 20 years going direct snap and just having an extra blocker in there because they refuse to throw the ball. They like to set up third and long situations. It's going to take Iowa to be plus two to plus three in this turnover margin, in my opinion, to be able to not, not only to be able to cover the game, but to have a shot at winning this game. I think Michigan, if they don't go full Michigan, should be able to uh, take care of business comfortably against the Hawkeyes. You know, you know I, I think Michigan, I, I really think Michigan's playing well enough. If they can get by this one, I think they're playing well enough to play Georgia in a great game. I really do. I really do. They're playing, they're physical. They can match Georgia's physicality. You know, their offense is diverse. They can run the ball. They block. Their execution is really good. So, I mean, look, I don't want to jump ahead of myself, but I think that if you're right. I think this is a game where Michigan has to really worry about, about taking care of business. The line's 10 and a half, 11, and it's 43 and a half for the over-under total. That's pretty sm- Compare that. They don't think Iowa's going to score much. Hey, Michael, to further Amal's point, which I think is a great one about Cade McNamara, the quarterback there at Michigan, he's also never really in a rhythm because they do run the ball so much. So when he has those opportunities to throw, he's been connecting, which is impressive for a guy that doesn't get into a rhythm, especially on a cold day in Ann Arbor like that. What, what was most for- impressive last week was they didn't, they didn't have a third down in the second half until the last drive. That, that's about unbelievable. That. That, that, that is absolutely they unbelievable. Did not By the have way, a if I'm Michigan, and, they played Canadian football the whole second half. <laughs> if, I, if I'm Michigan, I come out with a flea flicker on the opening play. I was going to bite hard on the run. You got to take your shot. I mean, you're, you're so worried about Haskins running Coach the football Amal. here. I, think I love it. I love Coach Amal. Coach Amal. Well, 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 hey. I'll send out the, I'm going to send out the hardball right now. Coach I'm tell him right now. Coach Amal says this. Well, Coach, hey, he's going to, Michael, he's going to respond to you say you're born on third base. You know what? <laughs> that, was, that, that was a, a bad statement line. to make for next year. Here He'll respond to me, but it won't be about third base. I can promise you that. <laughs> when he's taking his chew out. I'm my a gosh. son of a barber. I don't even. I'm a son of a barber. I had to run the third base. Trust me. So just to just to kind of wrap this up, you're a big fan of Mel Tucker. Is that fair? 
I think he's a pedestrian coach getting paid like he's somebody that found a cure for cancer. <laughs> Have a good show. I'm all shocked. Mike Palm, odds you. on. Thank you. <laughs> He so passively and backhandedly gave Mel Tucker a compliment. He said, I like having yeah, him in the Big Ten because he's an Ohio State guy. Right. Thank yeah, you. I love it. All right. We do have the circuit numbers. We'll come back with those and Josh next as well. to the Lombardi line on VSEN featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, we've got the VSEN holiday offer right now, 99 bucks mid-season football special. Again, you get everything. Point spread weekly, you get the free picks that goes through the Super Bowl, and then we're going to give you 20 bucks in credit to spend at the store. We got awesome swag there. Go check it out. vcin.com slash subscribe, but it is limited, so make sure you check it out today. vcin.com slash subscribe for the vcin holiday offer. Okay, great job by Amal Shaw. From one star to another, Josh Applebaum joins us. Market Insights is the pod, of course, with Pritch every day on Betting Across America. He joins Michael and myself here on the Lombardi line. Hi, Josh. How are you? Hey, Patrick. Hey, Michael and Patrick. You're too kind, my man. I'm just I'm just grinding, trying to play my part. You know, it's no big deal. Did your but, fiance uh, cut your hair again? What you that is tight, high and tight, my man. High and tight. Yeah, Patrick, every time you get a haircut, you know, the first day you feel weird and you feel awkward, but it was getting bad. So we're this is the new uh, the new college basketball. <laughs> it, stage right it, now. It, Patrick. it works. It works. What do you got for us? <laughs> Yeah, guys, so this Thursday night football game, a lot of interesting movement here, a lot of back and forth. So if you look at both these teams, the Cowboys and the Saints really struggled here as of late. We all know what happened on Thanksgiving. Dallas loses straight up uh, to Vegas here, 36-33 as a, as a seven-point favorite. And then New Orleans gets rolled by uh, the Bills there, 31-6 to as a seven-point dog. Both these teams struggling with New Orleans losing four straight, Dallas losing two straight, and three of their last four. So kind of early on, you know, you saw a lot of money based on, I think, this, this COVID news here with Dallas, where they're going to have two of their players out, uh, Nashawn Wright and Steele, the right tackle. Up to six coaches will be missing this game. And when all the news of this this COVID stuff came out, you saw a move toward the Saints. You know, plus six, plus five and a half, all the way down to four and a half. And then we've seen a lot of buyback on Dallas over the last 24 hours, and really today on game day when this bottomed out at minus four and a half. And then you saw that both C.D. Lamb and Amari Cooper are upgraded to probable and will, will likely play here. A lot of Dallas money has come in, moved this number all the way to six. Uh, now, this is a big public play to Dallas. 77% of bets are on the Cowboys tonight. So they're the public spot here. Uh, to me, guys, though, I'm waiting and going to get a little greedy. Can we get plus six and a half with the hook? with the New Orleans Saints. We saw on Monday night with that Seattle game where that late money went to Russell Wilson and got a better number for Washington. I think late money is going to say, wow, New Orleans is terrible and Dallas, you know, they've struggled, but they'll get back on track. If you hold out and get a six and a half, I think that's what something you could be looking at. And a lot of matches here on the Saints. If you look at um, primetime dogs, 23 and 13 against the spread, 64% this year. Dogs off a blowout loss of 20 or more. You're really buying low on the Saints. I know you're buying low because they don't look very good. Uh, but in terms of value, a dog off a blowout loss of 20 or more, 14 and 9 against the spread this year, 61%. So I'd be looking at a New Orleans hazmat type play, only getting, you know, 27% uh, of bets across the market, inflated line opportunity. Maybe Taysom Hill gives you a little bit of a boost over Simeon. And then, guys, today you did see a lot of under money come in. 47 down to around 46 that just happened over the last hour we have seen his uh this year guys it was crazy overs were eight and oh to start in prime time uh but now over the last two months the under in these prime time games is 17 and eight it's been really really good so i'm looking at a a, a saints play as a dog and an under spot here in a prime time game 
You know, it's to me, it's it's, it's so hard to predict how are the Saints going to put any points up. You know, you're counting on Taysom Hill to do a lot. You're counting on Ingram. He was available in the Eagle game. They couldn't move the ball in the Eagles. And, you know, they struggled to block that front of Philadelphia without the two tackles. I mean, I think this is just one of those. So it sounds an awful lot like, you know, against the Bills that you were thinking a hazmat play too because they, they didn't have all their guys then. And But it's Thanksgiving and they play well. I mean, for the last two weeks I've been all over Sean Payton saying, hey, this is really, you know, he's going to coach him up and get him going. I don't know how much he can influence the coaching because there's just not enough talent there to be, to battle a good team, especially with the Cowboys getting CeeDee Lamb back and getting Amari Cooper back. Those are too huge mm-hmm. to go along with Michael Gallup. I mean, now Dak has his arsenal. And potential to score points. Speaking of which, 47, a key number. We've dipped below that, Josh, at 46.5 tonight. Yeah, this was a little surprising. You know, you saw a little bit of line freeze-ish, you know, type situation here because you do have the public leaning over here, yet that 47 kind of stayed exactly where it's at. But about an hour ago, you started to see a big flood of money come in on this under. Again, dropping it, you know, 47 half, 47. If you got the hook with a 47 half key number there, you're, you're looking really good right now with this closing line value. Um, but also, guys, you know, correlative betting. Patrick, you do a great job of kind of explaining this. You know, when the, when the total's starting to fall a little bit, that is good for a dog. You know, when a total rise is good for a favorite because mm-hmm. the more expected points scored easier and more likely in terms of game theory that they can cover the number. When fewer amount of expected uh, points are scored, you know, better for the dogs. It's going to make it harder for the favorites to cover that number. So, uh, Michael, I'm with you. This is kind of one of those plays where it's hard to back New Orleans. But, again, who are the odds makers rooting for? You have almost 80% on Dallas. I know TG will be hoping for a uh, New Orleans cover here tonight. Yeah, no doubt. And I think the under is a strong consideration. I like the under. I do. Th- I just don't think that the Saints can score points unless they do something dramatic in the kicking game. And it's just, what are we going to get from this? Again, I can't get that taste, Michael, of, of Thanksgiving out of my mouth. I You're understand horrible. you were shorthanded, but just the absolute lack of effort. I mean, again, that defense has been solid all year. And But you mentioned it, but it's not like Buffalo was overwhelming in that matchup. I didn't think Buffalo played well. I think if you're Sean McDermott, it was the greatest game really for you because you got a chance to play poorly and, you know, you won the game and now you can get back to work and say, okay, we play like this against New England. We're not going to win. We played a wounded duck. And I think we're seeing that in the NFL. I think that's why there's so many five and six. It's why we see Houston beat beat the Tennessee Titans, why we see the Jets beat the Titans. It's so much of this is predicated on injury. And we're counting on Taysom Hill. I mean, yesterday we had, you know, we had uh, uh, somebody from the Saints on, Mike, and, and, you know, like he he put it succinctly. We're counting a lot on Taysom Hill to be the guy. Is he the guy? I don't know. I like him, but who's he throwing to? That's the other problem. I know they're paying him. <laughs> they keep yeah, on. but he's got to throw it to somebody. <laughs> they keep on paying him. Hey, Josh, Michael and I were debating earlier if you've already gotten in on this under – as far as a weather total coming up in Chicago this weekend, so the cart, so the Cardinals are at Chicago, and you you can see right there on your board the numbers coming down. You're gonna have you know cold rain potentially, mixture of rain and snow, and plus 15 mile an hour winds. We've seen the total with the Cards and the Bears drop down to 44 and a half. Patrick, you are so good. Your Doppler radar must be just going nuts right now for this one because you're totally right. You know, if you're weather-based better and, you know, take into account uh, the weather can have a big effect, remember, it's not 
the precipitation. You know, really, if you talk to a quarterback or, you know, a former player, and I was talking to Pritch the other day, it's the wind. The wind really affects these these totals to the under. So you're totally right. This is your number one windy underplay of the week, guys. A lot of these books were 46 down to 44, 15 to 20 mile an hour winds. Could have a, lot, a torrential uh, rain in this game. Again, the weather reports, let's see it clear up, get a little bit closer. We know that they can be a little off a few days in advance. But the updated stats here, guys, when the wind blows 10 miles an hour or more, very, very easy benchmark there. The under is 35 and 20, 64%. And again, what are you going to get from the Chicago offense? And who's going to be a quarterback after the bye? And maybe some of these offensive uh, players coming back. But Patrick, you're totally right. Patrick, I know you got a 46 there. You you got a good number. Oh, you know it. You know it. Michael <laughs> and I were discussing that. And by the way, I don't know. It's going to be freezing Monday night in Buffalo, Michael. We were talking about yeah. that. It's not going to be, you know, it, snow shouldn't be an issue. 13% chance of any precip there. Um, maybe a, 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 a light wind. But I, I'll ask this way. Michael, I know that you, you have a little bit of a bias just because Obviously, your son's there. Have you guys been more excited about a primetime game than what's about to happen next Monday with Buffalo and New England? To me, that's the, that is the marquee matchup of the year thus far, Michael. Yeah, you can't get scared. It's now now's not the time to get scared. Now you know you get ready to go. I think you know they'll have a good plan, and I think that this will be a really huge growth step for Mac Jones to go into a really hostile environment, a playoff atmosphere. This is what you need. You know, this is what we get measured on. This is why Ricky Fowler doesn't win tournaments because these are the kind of things that make him not play well. We're going to find out if Mac Jones can rise to the occasion. We got to learn about it. We got to figure it out. That would be Mac Jones, Michael and Josh, offensive rookie of. Of the month of November, but why would you need a player like that, right, Josh? You don't need that, Patrick. You really don't need that. I mean, it's really clear. I mean, you could see it just when Trey Lance played, how different different he was as a player. You could see it. I, I mean, it's really just fascinating how well he's. Played. I have such a good line. I have such a good line uttered uttered by a head coach that I'm not allowed to use as it relates to Mac Jones and another quarterback. I just, that one day I will use it, but I can't. <laughs> Can it's we use so the good. line without saying the coach or no? No, I can't even use the line. I've been sworn to secrecy. I've been sworn to secrecy of this line. Oh, oh. I need to know it's it. disappointing. And Josh, yeah. you, yeah. Can, you can get your pats at two and a half now. It was three. I uh, know. Yeah. Move toward the, the pats here, guys. Oh, pardon and Patrick, me. And Michael. They're moving towards the yeah. pats. Yeah. And just so you know, it's not Mac Jones, it's MJ10, just so you guys know. They oh, follow the trademark, us. so we're, we got to change change the name right now. But you're totally right, movement toward New England. It's a bit of a popular bet, but three down to two and a half. Uh, a primetime dog, divisional dog, all these matches would be the, with the Pats. If you're at two and a half, you're in a good teaser spot, too. Take the Patriots up to eight and a half. Go through three, go through seven. And Patrick, this is another windy under that I know you're keeping an eye on. It's going to be cold, but 20 mile an hour winds there. We did see today. Kind of like the under, everyone's looking at the under today and the Thursday night, but this Monday night game just fell. The total, 45 down to around 43. Michael, any news on COVID with the Patriots? Duggar went on the COVID list. J.J. Taylor, I'm hoping that doesn't spiral. I don't think so. I think they're pretty confident. I think they're pretty healthy and otherwise. And I'm sure COVID, they'll get Duggar back this week. J.J. Taylor, they've signed a couple guys to the practice squad. All VEASAN listeners are like a beautiful mind with the spider at the chalkboard trying to think of who the coach was and what the coach <laughs> said to compare oh, it's Mac and Trey. It's oh, I bet it's a doozy. I can't. I, it's it's, go, it's no, going to get ugly. No, it's not about Mac and Trey. It's not about Mac and Trey. It's Mac. not about Mac and cheese. No, 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 it's <laughs> no, not. No, thanks, no. thanks, Josh, for coming thanks, back guys. here to Lombardi Line. <laughs> Thank you.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. to the Lombardi line on VSEN featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, lock of the year coming up tonight at BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. So you place a $10 money line wager on either Dallas or New Orleans on Thursday night football to open up week 13. If either team scores a touchdown, you win $200 if you're a new better there at BetMGM paid for in free bets. It's the deal. I mean, this is we do it every week over at BetMGM. It's awesome. You have to use the bonus code VSIN200, VSIN200. So again, visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions, 21 years or older, new customer offer. Please gamble responsibly. If you do have a gambling problem, it's 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi or Nevada. We, I will get to Michael, see if he has a lean on Dallas and New Orleans coming up in just a little bit. Did you see, did you get the numbers for Circa, by the way? They did come out. So I did. I, did. I sure did. Yep, is there I something sure that did. stands out to you, Michael? I'm taking a look. So they're using you know, six and a half for tonight. You know, the one that stuck out to me a little bit is the, is the, uh, the, the Giants, the Miami game, because we're not sure that Daniel Jones is actually going to play quarterback. That could be Mike Glennon. Yep. And that line, when it was Mike Glennon, it was at when it was at it was at four, and then Mike Glennon was announced that he was going to be the starter. They actually plugged him in on our sheets, and that line went right up to five, five and a half. And now the contest has it as four. And today they've made no decision on Daniel Jones. It sounds like if Daniel Jones plays, he might not make it through the game. So that was one that kind of jumped out to me. The Patriots Bills. They closed it on the on the contest at two and a half, which is what they, I think they think that's where it's going to end up. The 49ers, you know, got to give Seattle that half point at three and a half, which I think is significant in the contest. And so to me, those were the two. And 
Broncos Chiefs stayed under 10. They're nine and a half. I was going to ask you. Yep. That one's interesting. So those are, and, and the Colts Texans went right to 10. I mean, because that's been fluttered around. The Vikings Lions was the interesting one. Only seven. Right? Now, Swift isn't playing for the Lions. No. How do the Lions keep that game within seven? <laughs> I know I know they almost beat them the first time. I get that. I understand that, right? I mean, that was, you know, but the, this is a this is a, a must must win for Minnesota. I know they don't have Dalvin Cook, right? I understand that, but you know, Madison's a good player. They have other weapons. How do they keep this within a touchdown? Minnesota has everything to play for in that matchup. I totally agree. And they ended up using 13 in Los Angeles with the Rams hosting. So the, that, that one's interesting because I've seen a couple 12 and a half. So I saw a 12 pop up earlier with Jacksonville in Los Angeles. Circa used 13 there. The interesting yeah, I mean, one, I agree look, with you about nine and a half. That was interesting because I do see a 10 on the board for Kansas City, a couple 10s on the board for Kansas City. And, they, and to me, the, the, to me, the Giants-Dolphins line is the most intriguing of all because, you know, that line was so fluctuating all the week and, we're, and the Giants are still undecided at quarterback. And, you know, right now the Giants are getting very little action at all. You know, that line opened up at three. That line opened up at three, three, and it was one of the lines that I looked at on Monday morning that was getting that the Miami was getting bet right away, and that line moved right to four. So there was a lot of people that thought that three was too too light. I Same that, thing with yeah. the Philadelphia game. That was six and a half when it opened, and it went it went up to seven, and I thought it was going to come back down. Now it's locked in at seven in the contest. Yep, couple buy a couple of books bought back to six and a half with Philly, but you're right. Most books Philly at in Jersey there uh, at the Jets is laying seven. I I wrote that down in my notes to talk to you. You know Daniel Jones with the neck, it, it's fifty fifty right now. And you mentioned it would be Mike Lennon, but it's the four and seven Giants, five and seven Dolphins who are hot right now. And really, it wasn't about the offense uh, against Hurts and Philly. It was about the Giants defense shutting them down. Yeah, they did a great job. You know, Hurts couldn't make a play in the passing game. And he had time to throw the ball. He had time to double-check the runners. He was back there forever staring down receivers. It really, And he had guys open. He just didn't pull the pin on it. I mean, this is what typically has been the knock on Hurts. He just can't process quick enough. If it's a play-action pass game, boom, he'll hit it. If it's not, he holds the ball. So that's a problem. The other game I think that's going to be fascinating is Washington-Las Vegas. I think that's a fascinating what game. What did Circa use? Washington. Washington, this is hard to believe. This is really hard to believe when I saw this this morning and it stayed consistent through the day. Washington has got 24% of the tickets. They're only getting 10% of the money, which is shocking, shocking, considering how well, you know, Washington's coming off the win Monday night, the three game. You would think the public would be more behind Washington. The, I'm curious, Michael, what did Circa use? So I'll just give you the market right now. The Chargers at Cincinnati is sitting three mostly, but it is juiced three. up. So on the way to three and a half. So Circa used three for that one? Yep, they used three. They sure did. If you could they put sure your did. finger on those two. Now, I'm start, we're starting to get a better feel, and you are in particular on the Bengals. But if you could put a finger on the Chargers, good luck. Yeah, well, they can't play defense. I mean, they can't get off the field on third down, and they have a hard time stopping a run game. And so they play so much. They play. They're, they're a little like Seattle. They play way too much defense. 
Seattle's last in the time of possession. Of course, they're last in third down defense, too, which goes hand in hand. But, you know, so let's just go through some of these, which are fascinating, right? The Chicago, 5% of the money is all in on Chicago. That's it. Mm. 5%. Houston, 6%. Washington, 10%. Jacksonville, 13 Pittsburgh, 14 Seattle, 15 and what did Cirque use for Baltimore at Pittsburgh? Four and a half. Yep, that's where the market is right now. Baltimore, Pittsburgh, four and a half. Uh, that I'm a little dubious because those two teams are both coming off horrible performance performances. I mean, how do you have any faith in Baltimore, Patrick? I mean, they look like crap. They haven't they played terrible. well. I mean, they should have lost to Chicago in Chicago. They lost. That's coming off the Miami bad win, right? They went into the bye and they got romped by Cincinnati. You know, they come out of the bye, and, and, and they, they struggle to win that game against uh, – who was that? It was, a, it was a night game. Hold on here. Let me get it. Uh, oh, it's uh, – it's they, they, It was right out of the bye. I want to say it was uh, – yeah, they, they struggled to beat Minnesota in overtime. Right, Remember Minnesota. that game? Yep. Great game. Minnesota had a chance to win it. They missed the kick. You know, That's and right. then they lose to Miami. They lose to Miami. I mean, this has been one of the most fortunate teams in football. I mean, the overtime loss to the Raiders could have gone either way. Grant that, right? They 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 beat the they 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 come from behind to beat the Chiefs in week two. That was a huge come from behind. They should have never beat Detroit. Detroit should. I mean, they should protest. Right. They win that the the delay of the game penalty, right? Denver they beat convincingly. The Colts they they don't they make a miraculous again like the like the Chiefs game they come from behind and win that in overtime. Chargers game they dominated. Cincy game they got dominated. They come back Minnesota back and forth right. Miami they get whooped. They go against Chicago should have lost that game. And then Cleveland they score 16 points, turn the ball over four times. So you're saying they've been fortuitous this year. That's for sure. Baltimore I mean, I sitting 8-3. 8-3. Really, and three. Eight I, and three. I think they really are. And if you want to bet them against Pittsburgh, it's because you think Pittsburgh is done with. But I think these rivalries are always so intense. But Pittsburgh, I mean, did they? If you couldn't have laid a bigger egg oh. than Pittsburgh laid last week. Plus, I don't know how you bet Ben Roethlisberger now with movement, especially as I said all offseason. Older players in November and December are done. If they look like they're done in August, they're definitely done in September, in, in November, December. He looks done. It's over. Toast. I mean, it's over. I mean, the last game he plays in Pittsburgh will be his last game. And whenever that is, that will be his last game. We'll hear the talk, and, you know, Chris will go in on Sunday Night Football and say, he's no, don't, don't, you're wrong. He still has it. No, no, it's over. Oh, I know what I wanted to ask you. What is Circa using San Francisco yeah. at Seattle? So it's toggling between three and a half. Okay, it's three, three, three and, and a half. half. It's split completely across the board right now in the market with three, three and a half. San Francisco laying it at Seattle. I, you can't yeah, have confidence I mean, in Seattle after what happened in Washington. They could not convert a third down. They could not pick up a third down. I mean, and it's just not going to turn around. It's not going to turn around for uh, uh, Russ. I mean, he's just not going to start cooking good. I hate to tell you this, but he's just not going to start cooking good. So inaccurate. Easy passes. He was sailing over the heads of those I mean, he receivers. Got the, the, the first third down, I think, in, 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 the, uh, in the third quarter, he's got the guy wide open on just, a, just a, a simple sit route against zone coverage. The guy's wide open. He misses him by five yards to the inside. Yeah, that was wild. I don't know how you do that. I mean, and this is, a good, this is a, not a good player. This is a great player. 
Hall of Famer. At one time he was. It's like, you know, he's got the yips. He's like a golfer that can't make a putt. Easy little throws in the flat. He was six, six, six feet over a receiver's head. It was really weird to watch. Okay, I only got 40 seconds. So, I, again, not an official play, but if you do have a play tonight, Dallas and New Orleans, uh, I'm going to give you six with Dallas right now and 46 on the total. I'm, I'm going to take – I'm going to lay the points, and I'll take the under. Okay. Lay it with Dallas and take the under, and you can still find the sixes. We have – Circa still at six and a half, but that total, which opened 47 and a half, has come down to 46 on the Kamara News. Listen, they're banged up on defense as well, New Orleans. This is not just an offense. No, they're situation. banged up all over. I mean, I, and look, Dallas needs this too. Dallas needs to play well. I totally agree. Okay, Michael, let's do it again tomorrow. Enjoy Monday Night Thanks, Football Patrick. tonight. M. Lombardi NFL, if you'd like to give him a follow, we're at VSIN Live. Odds on, a fired up Mike and Amal coming up next right here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. You're a growing business, which means you need every spare hour you can find. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens, with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites. Or build an automation with Workflow Builder to take routine tasks off your plate. No coding required. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started.